0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa Podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. This Shredder Sunday, so at the end of this and it, during the course of the next 20 minutes, if you just want to be writing things down that you want to get rid of, that you want to let go of, that you want to see stripped and shredded from your life, because on the cross Jesus said, it is finished. Yeah, come on. He said, it's finished. Yeah. You have what you need in me and I've, I've broken the curse. I've realigned us. I've brought us back into relationship. You don't have to have those things anymore. In 2 Corinthians, it says that if anybody's in Christ, they're a new creation. You don't have to drag the past into your future. You can let it go. So that's what we're going to do today. And symbolically and by faith, we're going to bring our bits of paper and we're going to shred these things and say, I'm entering into a brand new day by faith. I love what Melissa was saying about uh, Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. If I sense anything, it's God wants to lead you this year. Because it says in Jeremiah 29, it says He's got plans and He's got purposes for you. So, so, so I, I've, I've titled this, the second title is Alignment Assignment. Alignment Assignment, getting, getting my life aligned with God's will. Get, getting my life aligned with the God purposes and the God plans that He has for me. Because we're made in the image of God, He's got plans and purposes for our life, and He calls us His masterpiece. To God, you are a masterpiece, you are wonderful, You you are His created perfection in the earth, that's how He sees you. And at the beginning of a brand new year, I want you to see you like God sees you. Forget the old emotions, forget the old hurts and, and, and guilt and pain and strife and what you, and start to align yourself with the, the future vision that God has for you. Because I've preached it a whole lot of the times that God says uh, it, it, all things work together for good. And we're standing here saying, No, it's not good. And He says, But it's working together for good. You're saying, No, it's not good. But He stands out here outside the bounds of time. He says, I'm already out here on the other side and it's all good. Those promises came to pass. Those things that I said would happen, happened. You got through that trial. You got through that challenge. You didn't get taken out. You live in victory because I'm out here. And I'm calling you forward. And if I sense anything this morning, God is calling us forward to step into the greatest year of our lives. But it's going to be up to us. You have to participate with God's will for your life for it to become a reality. You have to step out. And I'm going to be talking faith this morning and a few other things. But I want to encourage you, or I want to ask you, do you believe? Do you believe that this could be the greatest year of your life? Do you believe you could step into miracles? Do you believe you could receive the abundant blessings of God upon your life? Do you believe that God could do a work in your life that you haven't seen date? Because it doesn't matter what God promises or what God says, it, it matters what you believe. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. So my word last year was health. I just had a double hip replacement. I wasn't feeling very healthy, I was feeling pretty sore and down in the dumps, uh, but this year I, I, I got relatively healthy. I, I lost 12 kilos, I, I rode 1,600 kilometers, I, I went to Indonesia on a surfing, and I, f- I feel in and of myself healthier. This year my word is success. And you might go, well that's, that's not too holy or too scriptural, but, but I think it is. I want to succeed in everything I do. I want to succeed in everything I put my hand to. Jeremiah, um, sorry, Isaiah 1 says, when I wait on him, he renews my strength. In John 15, it says, he's the vine and I'm the branch. But if I abide in him, I'll bear fruit. I'll succeed. I'll, I'll have Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man that not walks not in the counsel of the wicked or sits in the way of sinners or stands in the way of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. On his law, he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season. I want to succeed and yield my fruit in season. I don't want to draw weary in doing good because there's a, there's a harvest coming. You know, in Joshua 1, it says, be strong and courageous. Don't let the word of God, don't let my promises and my precepts depart from your mouth. Think on them. Be in them. Do life in my word. Align yourself with my word, and you'll bring yourself great success and prosperity. I want to succeed this year. And like Melissa said, what's your word? What's your word? Because Isaiah says, I'm doing a new thing. We're in a new day, we're at the beginning of a new decade, but God wants to do a new thing personally in your world. Will you let God do a new thing in your life? Because it's going to require uh, change, it's going to require flexibility, it's going to require you to agree with God, even against yourself at times when you want to do something else, but God says, I've got a better way. I've got a much better way, I've got a new way, I've, I've got the right way, I've got the way of blessing. I wanna try, I want to I lead you along a path that blesses your life. Amen? amen. So I want to help us hopefully come in alignment with God's will for our lives, because as pastors, we travel a lot, we see a lot of people, we speak to a lot of people, and most people expend most of their, their, their lives, their energies, their resources trying to find themselves. They're trying to find themselves. They're, Who am I? Why am I here? Where do I belong? All we need is Jesus. You don't need to find you, find Jesus and the reflection of you, the created being that God wanted, the perfection, the masterpiece will be reflected back to you. And then you can walk strong on that foundation knowing that it's not in my weakness, it's not in my failings, it's not in my brokenness, it's in Him. My future, my victory, my hope, my strength, it's all in Him. The answer to humanity's problem is God, knowing God. Not knowing about God. You see, the Apostle Paul, who was formerly Saul, knew all about God. But it wasn't until he had an encounter with God that everything changed. In, in Philippians, sorry, in Philippians 3.13, says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What is the prize? Salvation through relationship with Jesus. The greatest prize in life, the greatest moment in life, the greatest victory, the greatest strength in life is relationship with Jesus Christ. In that moment, everything changes. In that moment, we start to step into the future and what God, God has called us to be. Let me read this, and then I'm going to get into the main scripture for today, but it says in Ephesians 2.10, we are His workmanship, His own master work, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for God's works, for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prepared and made ready for us. I love that. You are God's masterpiece. And I want to encourage you this year just to step out into being the masterpiece that God has created you to be, because God is most glorified when we are most alive. God is most glorified when we live the life that he has created for us. It says, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I didn't come for that purpose. I came to give you life and life more abundantly. My purpose in the earth, my purpose in leaving heaven, divinity, and coming down in the, in the form of man was that you could truly live, that you could truly have joy, that you could truly have hope and peace and joy in your life, that you could rise above circumstance. You can rise above criticism, the lies and the, the storms and anything else that comes, that you could rise above and live in victory. But the big question really is, are you ready? Are you ready for a fresh start? Are you ready to enter into the greatest days of your life? Are you ready for the miraculous, for the promises of God to come to pass? Are you ready to let go of the past? Are you ready to let go of hurts and and failures? Because a new day begins when we place our trust in God. Our new day always begins at at a position of faith. When I posture myself in faith, though I don't understand, I still believe. Though I can't see how it will happen, God, I choose right now to put my trust and my faith in you. A new day always begins with us acknowledging God as our Lord and Savior. Amen. It's the main scripture this morning. I'm going to try and move through this pretty quickly. But it's in Joshua 1, verses 5 to 9. It says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. I declare over you that nothing will stand against you this year. And in this decade, that you are going to walk through and the things that blocked your path in years gone by are going to be obliterated by the Spirit of God, that you're going to have wisdom, you're going to have the strength, you're going to have the courage, you're going to have the boldness to step out into all that God calls you to be. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I won't leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause the people uh, to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. This is a year for strength and courage. This is a year for you to step out and go, you know what? I was going to start that thing. I'm going to start that thing. I'm going to address that issue in my life. I'm going to let go of that, that, that bondage that has helped me. I'm going, to, I'm going to be strong and courageous. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to you know, draw back. I'm going to press forward in God. I'm going to be strong and courageous being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Don't turn to the right or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you can be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. God wants to prosper you. God wants to prosper you. Some people have an issue with prosperity. I, I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel. I'm just preaching. God wants you to prosper in your soul. God wants you to prosper in your relationships. God wants you to prosper in your finances. God wants you to prosper in the vision that you have for your future. Let yourself prosper in God. He is the one that causes it. He is the one that brings us. We just have to stay in Him. Let your business prosper. Let your health prosper. Let your, your every other area of your life prosper in Jesus' name. And then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Don't be frightened and nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God is going to be with you every step of the way this year. When you're feeling alone, he's with you. When you're feeling down, he's with you. When you're feeling up, he's with you. God is is the one that sticks closer than a brother. He will be with you through it all. So it's just about acknowledging his presence in our lives. He is with you through it all. And as I read this, I go, what's happening here? Well, Joshua's found himself in a new day. He's at a new beginning. And what he's facing isn't like the past. In the past, he had Moses to lead him and all of Israel, but now Moses is dead and he has to step up. Stepping up meant change. It meant personal responsibility. It meant having to trust God to boldly step out into the unknown. That's what we have to do at the beginning of a new year. But he didn't know what to do, so God showed him what to do. The first thing was, he said, trust me. I'm with you, and I'm not gonna leave you. As we step out into a new year, into new ventures, into new ideas, into new faith levels, into new le- levels of you, whatever it is, trust God. Trust God that he has your best interests at heart. Trust God that he has plans and purposes for you. Trust God that he won't leave you. Trust God that he is there, central in all that you're doing. The second thing is be strong and courageous. Let's rise up. Let's let's. Let's, let's stand up like the army of God that we are and say, you know what? I'm going to be strong in this area. I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to press back. I'm not going to shrink back. I'm going to press back under salvation. I'm going to be all that God has called me. Don't live below your potential. Live up to what God says about you, not what others say about you. Let's live up to that masterpiece that God calls us. Let's live up to all that God says we can do. Third thing is live according to my ways. Let this be a year where you just say, God, your way. God, what does your word say about this situation? God, what does your word say? What are you speaking to me by the Spirit? God, I'm going to live according to what you asked me to do and be. The third one was read the word. Meditate on it. Justin and I, we've got a commitment this year. I, I, I've started a Bible reading program, the Bible in a year. I've got a daily devotional, 365-day devotional, and we're doing a book a month. We'll, I'll do more, but we're, we're committed to at least a book a month. I, I just love it. Read. Just read. Get stuff in. Feed your soul feed so yourself, we'll do self-development, we'll do physical development, just do, let's do spiritual development, read, consume, take in the word of God, there's, there's great authors all across this globe that are, that have got revelations that we need, I want to encourage you, and the, th- the last thing is, again, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, it was said three times in this passage, be strong and courageous, be strong, you don't have to give in, You are bigger than you think you are. You are stronger than you think you are. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There is nothing that can come against you that can take you out when you're in Christ, when you're standing in the strength and on the foundation. That is Jesus Christ. The devil can do all he wants, but the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. Amen. Is this all right? Is this helping anybody? We face the same issues and we need to step up. We need to be strong and courageous. We need the Word of God. We need to... Live according to God's ways. We need his word and we need to just continue to be strong. But how do you do it? And I want to I just bring this to you really quickly. thing At the very first week of a brand new year and a brand new decade, can I encourage you to rest? Just rest. There comes a time where doing more doesn't achieve more and it's actually detrimental to progress. It actually stifles momentum. Just give yourself permission to rest. Matthew 11:28 says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me. Jesus saying this. Jesus saying, come to me. It's okay. Resting isn't laziness. Resting will replenish your soul. Resting will revive you. Resting will cause you to see clearly. Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. So just for a few week period, be still and let God speak to you. Speak to you about your concerns. Speak to you about your future. Speak to you about those things that are challenging you. Speak to you uh, uh, about how to walk in humility when you're, and not pride when we're, we're succeeding in life. Slow down. Rest your mind. Rest your body. Rest your soul. Relax your thoughts. Intentionally shift gears. For some people, this is really hard because I've got to be doing something. I gotta be. I gotta be active. I gotta be doing something. If I'm not doing something, well, well, I'm not doing something. That, well, that's okay. Don't do something. <laughs> Sit by the pool. Read a book. Go for a swim. Walk on the beach. Rest, because yeah. it's in those moments of rest. It says in Isaiah 64:4, God works for those who wait for Him. He meets with those who rejoice. God work. God wants to work on your behalf. Let God do the heavy lifting this year. You just take your concerns, your desires, your, your, you know, it says, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But you delight yourself in the Lord, you don't go after the desires of your heart. You delight yourself in Him and in His ways, and then He brings you the desires of your heart. It's countercultural, it's counterintuitive, but it's the way of God. Isaiah 55 says, His ways are not our ways, His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're above ours, they're beyond ours. We can't, compre- don't try and comprehend how God is going to do a miracle in your world. Just thank Him for the miracle. Just rest in Him, wait on Him, and see what He will do. Second thing is reset. The Apostle Paul said, forgetting what's behind me and looking forward. Can I encourage you, in the first week of a new year, of a new decade, hit the reset button. You know, for some of you, you might have the spinning circle. And you're doing everything you know to do, and then nothing's happening. There's no productivity, there's no moving forward. We're just spinning, hit the reset button. Go to that button and push it and say, I'm resetting. I'm starting again. This is a new session. The new day, I'm in a new session. I'm in a new season. And it's a season of blessing. And it's a season where God is working on my behalf. Shut down your thoughts. Slow down your emotions. The have-tos, the want-tos, the any other-tos. And just start afresh. But don't talk about starting afresh. Start afresh. And I'm sure each of us, if we think about it right now, can think of something in our world that's got us stuck. Just push the reset button. The reset button is, God, I'm all yours. 2020, I'm giving to you. I'm laying down. my. It says, he who would find his life must lose it so that God can bring it back to him. I, I, want, I want to ask you just to hit the reset button. The third thing is refocus. So we're resting. We're resetting. But refocus. Think about what's important. Focus on what's important. Get rid of the peripheral. Get rid of all the add-ons. Get rid of everything that came at you, the the, the bills and the challenges and the words and the, the issues, and, and, and refocus. What is God calling you to? In 2020, what is God calling you to? Because He has plans and purposes that are good and not for evil. Refocus your passions. Refocus your priorities. Refocus on the vision that lays ahead. Vision. It says, without a vision, my people perish. If you don't have a vision for the year ahead, you will just drift and wander wherever life takes you. You'll drift and wander according to emotions. You'll drift and wander according to circumstances. Get a vision. Hold that vision. Let that be the anchor of your soul that carries you forward. Amen? Amen. And so often our focus becomes blurred, not because of changing priorities, but rather changing conditions. Because we still want what we want. We still believe what we believe, but our circumstance changed, so now I'm over here. But when you stay focused and you refocus, yeah, that's right, that's what's important to me. Being in church, being in connect group, uh, encouraging others, you know, working hard. When, when, I, when I remember what my priorities are, I can stay focused regardless of the wind, the rain, the storms, or anything else that comes at me. Refocus. We live relatively close to the ocean. And I get up and most mornings I have to put my windscreen wipers on because what I'm looking through is out of focus. There's salt, the salt air's blown through and I can't quite see as clearly as I used to be able to see, so I've got to, I've got to change and adapt to the changing circumstance so I can stay focused on the goal ahead. That's what Paul said. He said, I'm straining. I'm reaching forward for the upward prize of the call that God has for my life, the, the upward call. God wants you to live up to all that he's created you to be. Amen? There was a point last year where I thought my eyesight was perfect until the lady told me it wasn't because she put a screen up, I had an eye test, and she, she put the screen up, I said, that's perfect. And she goes, yeah, that's the prescription, this is your site, and she clicked two back, and I, it was blurry for reading and, and long distance and stuff like that. So I had to do something, I had to refocus, I had to get a set of glasses so that I could see clearly. We have to do whatever we need to do so we can see clearly. I want you to push aside obstacles, I want you to push past insecurities or any other things so that you can see clearly, the good and loving Father that has great plans for your life. Amen? Amen. Four things refresh. Do what you love to do. We know good? Yes. Do what you love to do. Do what fuels you. Rest and then have fun. In 2020, let this be a year where you rest and have some fun. We went up to Double Island Point the other day. We hired two 4x4s. Four we took a whole day. We packed lunches. Never done it before. I've done it once with Joe, and that was a nice little intimate lunch that Joe and I had up there. But this was a little different. This was two families going together for, for our boy's 17th. It was just fun. At the end of the day, I was physically wasted and emotionally revived. Yeah, I felt like I came alive. There was it was fun. What did we achieve? Not much, we laughed, we ate, we surfed, we drove crazy, we ran over big jellyfish, we rescued somebody that was bogged, Joe, I learned from you, got the snap strap, pulled this guy out. Just refresh, what do you love to do? Do it, do it unapologetically. Do it intentionally, put it into your calendar. Melissa loves to run and, and, and swim, I love to ride bikes and go surfing with my boys. What do you like to do? If you want to succeed through this year, if you want to get to the end of this year, just allow yourself to be refreshed. Last thing is this: is refire. Let's not enter into a new year like we came out of the old year. Last year was a big year. Last year was pretty draining. Last year, I expelled a lot of energy. You expelled a lot of energy. I'm not going to enter into 2020 with the same energy levels I had in 2019. I'm refiring, and like I said before, Isaiah 40:31 those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Not those that do more, not those that try harder, not those that, that stress more and complain more and, and, and freak out more, those that wait upon the Lord. I wanna be refined. Jude says, stir yourself in your most holy faith. Let's be a men and women this year of faith. They go, you know what, I'm coming at my future. I'm coming at all that God's called me to be. I'm gonna live up to what God has spoken over my life. Let's go to faith. Is this anything happening here? I want to challenge you this year to do something that requires faith. I want to challenge you, step out boldly in faith. Faith's scary. Faith's unknown. Faith's challenging. like this microphone. But this is going to be the greatest year of your life. And I want you to believe this because our beliefs become self-fulfilling prophecies. Because what I believe I talk about and what I talk about I act upon. And Henry Ford said this, he said, if you think that you can or you think that you can't, you're right. I want us to shift ourselves to positions of faith to say, I believe I can. The Bible tells me that all things are possible to those who believe, that nothing is impossible with God. Let's shift our our focus, here. let's shift our attention to Jesus Christ, central in our word, Lord and Saviour of our lives. I'm going to ask you now, because this is annoying me, to write down on your bits of paper those things that you want to see shredded from your life, those things that you want to see gone, those things that you, even if it's by faith, you're going, I can't even see how I could break this addiction. I can't even see how I could get out of this debt. I can't even see how this relationship could be I want you to write down those things that you want shredded for your life because God is doing a new thing. He's doing a brand new thing. Amen? So let's take a moment. I might get the team to come back up. Write those things down and, and really think these through. This is a moment where you can say to God, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm putting my trust in you. God, I'm believing. And every single day, until you see it come to pass, I want you to say, God, I know and I thank you that I was shredded from my life. Thank you for taking that from me. Thank you for setting me thre- free. Thank you for, for blessing me. Thank you for going before me. Thank you for healing me. God, I by faith, I place that in the shredder and I'm not taking it into this year. You know, there's 12 spies that were sent to scope out the promised land, a land that God had promised to his people. 12 were sent out and 10 came back with a negative report saying, There's giants. It's impossible. We could never take the land. Yes, it's it's abundant with the provision of God. Yes, it's abundant. It's everything we desire. It's everything we delight in. But we can't do it. And they were right. They didn't do it. But Joshua and Caleb came back saying, we are well able to do this. God is with us. And I want to encourage you, you are well able to do the things that God's calling you to do. You're well able to enter into the promised land this year. You're well able to receive that miracle because God is with you. But whether you think that you can or you think that you can't, you're right. So when you're ready and you feel like you want to, you just bring that bit of paper out. We're going to agree together. If your family's here and you want to grab your kids or, yes. Yes stand up and pray first, and then we're gonna shred these things. This is gonna be a moment of celebration. I want you to to feel the weight of this moment. It's a holy moment. It's a moment where you can say, you know what, even if I'm not physically free, right now I'm gonna get emotionally free. Right now I'm gonna get uh, spiritually free so I can then see the manifestation in my life, in my circumstance. Do you believe this this morning, church?